NFL week six is here, and so are my three favorite picks for Sunday, plus an additional two leans. What's going on? My name's Austin from Calling Our Shot, and last week we had a week to remember. This video alone went 3-0 with the Patriots, Browns, and Saints all covering. Even our two leans that we give at the end of the video with the Texans and Jets both covered as well. Overall in week five, a 9-3 week. 4-1 on spreads and over-unders, 5-2 on player props. And so far through five weeks, we are crushing our game picks at a 73% clip. Let's continue to crush the books on Sunday. If you're new to the Call on the Shot community, do me a favor. Make sure you don't miss out on any of the videos. Go down below. Hit that subscribe button. We're closing in on 50,000 subscribers. Also drop a like too. Last week, I said if we hit 1,500 likes, that I'd wear a suit and tie. And while we didn't hit that, we were about a couple hundred likes away. See me. I'm out in the suit and tie. Let's give out some winners. If you're ever looking for some sportsbook sign-up bonuses, Look no further, go to the video description, you'll see a bunch of those different things. But without further ado, let's hop into one of my favorite picks for Sunday, and it will be, drumroll please, the Baltimore Ravens, minus four and a half, taken on the New York Giants. It's currently minus 115 on FanDuel. And before I get into my analysis, I wanna pop up, you know, the lines, because we see a couple books at five and a half. I'm obviously taking four and a half, but unfortunately, sometimes I can't control line movement. So we post these videos on Wednesdays, a lot can change by Sunday. But either way, like the Ravens, who, like I said, are on the road traveling to New York to take on the Giants. And got to give credit where credit is due. Brian Dable and that New York Giants head coaching staff have done a marvelous job turning around this team. They're 4-1, coming off a big upset win, come back from behind win and against the Packers last week in London. And this feels like the perfect time to fade the New York Giants. And for starters, like I said, they're returning from London. So they opted to push. Normally, some teams take their bye weeks right after London games. They opted to push it to week nine. So it could take their bodies a little bit of time to get adjusted back to their time zone. And there's a lot of miles in just one week of football. Now, look, not only that, the Giants record feels a little bit misleading. They've beaten the Titans, the Panthers, the Bears, and the Packers. Now, congrats. They beat the Packers, who I think is a pretty good team. Titans, Panthers, and Bears. Haven't really shown a lot through five weeks. And overall, you look at since Lamar Jackson took over as the Baltimore Ravens QB since 2019, Ravens 12, 7, and 1 against the spread as a road favorite where they find themselves today. Since the same exact time span when Daniel Jones took over as the QB for the Giants, the Giants are just 7-13 and 13 against the spread as home underdogs. I like this matchup for the Ravens to get up early and then be able to run the football, something the Packers abandoned in the second half. I don't know why Matt, Matt LaFleur and that the Packers offense said, no, we're tired to run the football, but they abandoned it. And the Giants are a team that's been giving up a ton of rushing yards, seventh most rushing yards per game in the NFL. Ravens on the other side average the seventh most rushing yards per game. So this kind of matches up for their strength. But you look at the weakness of the Ravens defense, it is their secondary. They got guys like Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey who play tight coverage and they get beat a lot over the top or sometimes they lead to penalties. But this is a Giants team that has one, not a lot of wide receivers. A lot of those guys are banged up and two, they only have six 20-plus yard completions so far this season. So that's the fewest in the NFL. The next closest is the LA Rams, who have 11, almost double what they've done. So the Ravens' defense has been getting beat over the top, but it's the Giants team that can't beat them over the top. They haven't been able to show that all season long. So I think they're going to struggle. We saw Daniel Jones complete 78% of his passes last week against the Packers. I think he's doing a little bit of regression. Sorry, Giants fans. I got the Ravens in this one. I think they cover this pretty easily. Give me a minus four and a half. If the line goes up to five and a half, take it there too. Now let's move on to my second play for the weekend. Another team, five and a half, eight point favorites. San Francisco 49ers. I'm taking them minus five and a half. Very rarely do you see me lay, you know, bigger favorites, but I like these two teams to get it done and they're taking on the Falcons. Now, first and foremost, give credit where credit's due. Falcons, the only remaining team in the NFL 
5-0 against the spread. They've been an absolute wagon, and it's a shame that can't go to 6-0 this weekend as they're going to lose and get spanked by the 49ers. But let's talk more why we like the 49ers to cover this 5.5 points on Sunday. Now, it's worth noting, I think this line would be higher if the 49ers didn't have a ton of defensive injuries. I'll pop up their depth chart. Nick Bosa, injured. Greenlaw. Armstead injured. Now Mosley, a good cornerback, out for the year. But I trust D'Amico Ryans, who is going to be a future NFL head coach. I trust him to get this squad ready to go, regardless of if they have their 1A or 1B players out there. I think they're still, they got a lot of talent still on the defensive side of the football. And so far this season, the 49ers defense dominant. They're first in total yards allowed, first in points per game, first in rushing yards allowed. Their third and third down percentage allowed. So this defense has been really good all season long. I think they continue that despite the injuries. On the other side of the defensive side, it's going to be the Falcons defense, which despite covering in all five games, that hasn't looked good. 26th in total yards allowed, 20th in points per game, 17th in rushing yards allowed, 27th in third down percentage, get hard to get teams off the field, and 29th in passing yards. Now, while this, you know, 49ers team isn't going to be throwing for 400 yards, and if they are, they probably 100% are losing this game, but this is a 49ers team that wants to run the football, and I think they're going to be able to do it on Sunday. I mean, they're sixth in rushing attempts per game, eighth in rushing yards per game, and Jeff Wilson had a pretty good game last week. I think 120 rushing yards, and if it weren't for, you look at a kind of comparison of a team look at the Browns who played the Falcons a couple weeks back the Browns obviously lost that game but they were able, were able to run for 177 rushing yards they just had two turnovers seven penalties I think this 49ers team much better than that Browns team trust Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit more than Jacoby Brissett and overall the Falcons are the master of that backdoor cover but I don't think he gets it done in this week showdown 49ers took down the Panthers last week 37 to 15 Panthers and Falcons had a pretty close contest earlier this season. Hopefully they continue their momentum. Riding with the 49ers, minus the five and a half points for a big week six. My third pick for the Sunday, and then we'll talk about two leans. It's going to be the Panthers. Team total over 14 and a half, plus 100 on points bet. Now, some books might list this as the away team's total as the Panthers are on the road in LA, taking on the Rams. But either way, I really like the Panthers here. And why, by no means am I saying the Panthers are covering the 10 and a half points they're currently getting, as I wouldn't put money on that think they can get us 15 points whether they're down by 100 it doesn't matter we just need 15 points for them to catch this team total it's worth noting we don't normally play a lot of team totals although we did play one last week was the Raiders they cashed that out let's continue that momentum on this Sunday showdown now let's talk about these teams because let's address the two elephants in the room the Panthers fired their head coach Matt Rule and PJ Walker is expected to start at QB for the Panthers in place of Baker Mayfield who's out with an ankle injury and look I know those are two you know big eye scratchers but can the offense get any worse that's my question to you guys, because I argue that it probably couldn't, because the offenses really struggle. But despite their struggles this year, Panthers scored 24, 16, 22, 16, and 15 points, hitting this over in all five games. And it's been ugly. I won't lie to you. Panthers fans know it's been pretty ugly, but the Rams defense hasn't been all that great this year. 31, 27, 12, 24, and 22 points allowed this year, hitting the over four of five games. 79% of teams have hit 15 plus points through five weeks in the NFL season. There's been 160 teams in action. Only 33 have gone under this team total. And look, any team can hit this over any given weekend. Well, maybe not any team. The Colts and the Broncos are maybe might be the exception, but all joking aside, I think the Panthers are fully capable of getting us 15 or more points on Sunday. I know the Rams are 10 and a half point favorites and they could they could absolutely boat race the Panthers team for all I care. But I just think this Panthers defense might be able to put us in the, some advantageous positions. We know Stafford in that offensive line hasn't been all too good. So maybe he throws a pick or two, we get the ball on the other side of the field and they can get us three points, maybe a touchdown. I don't really know, but I think the Panthers are certainly capable of getting it done. And this is also the last game before the Rams have their bye week. 
how motivated will they be against a non-divisional opponent, a team that they don't really expect to see in the postseason, assuming the Rams get there. And my last note is going to be on P.J. Walker. He's only started twice in the NFL. He's 2-0, actually, in those two starts. But one was against the Cardinals last year. They smoked the Cardinals on the road. The other was against the Lions the year before. The Panthers are on the road. I know it's a tough team to trust on the road, but I think they got certainly got a chance. Like I said, this could happen at the end. They could get a garbage time touchdown and cash the team total over. It's always going to have a chance. So really like the Panthers team total over 14 and a half. I don't really take a lot of team totals, but I really do think this one has good value and a good edge on it. Now let's talk about two leans though. As always, I need to put this disclaimer. These are just leans. I'm not going to play them. I'm not going to put any of my own money on them. They won't be counted towards my record and they could both lose and that could happen. Last week they went 2-0, but that's not likely going to be the case for the whole season long. So continue to do your research, not only for the leans, but also for the rest of the picks, because as always, you got to be sure you're doing your research. Let's talk about this first one, though, the Dolphins plus three and a half. Now, I've seen this line at three on some books. I'd probably, if I were to bet it, I'd want to take that extra half point. So maybe wait until closer to kickoff. We'll see if this line changes or not. But this line kind of stuck out to me because you got a Vikings team that's four and one, kind of going up on the up, and then you got a Dolphins team going on the down. They're only three and they are three and two, but they obviously are coming off that 40 to 17 beatdown by my New York Jets. Now, the main reason I lean this one and it's only a lean is because I don't know who's going to start at quarterback. I mean, two attack by Loa, I assume he's out. Teddy Bridgewater assumes back. I don't want Skylar Thompson out there if I'm a Dolphins better, but by the time you're watching this, you probably know who's going to be starting for this uh, Miami Dolphins team, but I don't unfortunately know that when I record this Tuesday night, but still, I think the Dolphins got a good chance because they have the biggest, one of the biggest home field advantages in the NFL, and it just comes down to weather. They're used to playing in the Miami heat, the Florida humidity. A lot of teams aren't used to that. Just ask the Buffalo Bills a couple weeks back when they lost to the Dolphins. Those guys were exhausted, and this is a team coming from Minnesota, also has a bye week next week. Could this be a big letdown spot for the Minnesota Vikings? I think it certainly could. I'm not saying the Dolphins are gonna come out here and win this game, although they potentially could. I just think the Dolphins are going to keep it close. Hopefully, Teddy Bridgewater's out there. I don't expect to attack a by low, but he is, if he is out there, even better for Dolphins betters. Just saying, leave the Vikings out of your money line parlays. I'm a little bit suspect of them this week. I think the Dolphins got a good chance to get back on track. Now, my final lean of the video going to be the Cardinals, minus two and a half as they take on the Seahawks. Now, this goes back to a common theme if you've been watching these videos. You probably don't need me to beat this into your head, but you fade the Cardinals when they're at home, you tail them on the road, and today, they on Sunday, they find themselves on the road against the Seahawks. Now, the Cardinals 2-0 against the spread on the road this year, and since 2019, when Cliff Kingsbury took over, 19-7-2 against the spread on the road, by far the best in the NFL. And I understand Geno Smith has been great. He's been terrific. He's been out of this world for the Seahawks offense. And unfortunately for Geno, can't play defense. All I, I probably should get out there and play defense. Couldn't be any worse than what they've been doing so far, but they can't stop anyone. And I quietly think this Cardinals defense is better than advertised, better than people think this team is. They're led by Byron Murphy Jr., J.J. Watt. They have other leaders on that defensive side. And I think you saw what they did to the Eagles last week. They had a chance to tie and force that game into overtime before they missed a field goal. They had their chances. They did end up covering in that one. And I just think the Seahawks offense is very similar to what we saw out of the Lions last week. While I'm not saying the Seahawks are getting shut out this week, we saw, you know, everyone was so high on the Lions offense. Oh, this team's the best offense in the league. Most points per game. They got spanked by the Patriots. Luckily, we were on the Patriots side in that one. And while I don't think the Seahawks get spanked here, I do think that you could see the Cardinals come out here and at least get a must-needed win. We've heard Cliff Kingsbury talking about how this team needs to get back on track, needs to get some wins in a hurry. And I think they can get one here on Sunday. It's worth noting the Cardinals have beaten the Seahawks in three of the last five versus Seattle, including two of three in Seattle. This is staying as a lean, but if I were to add a fourth pick, 
I would make this one the fourth pick, not the Dolphins, just because I don't know what the Dolphins' state of QB will be. But I do think that we'll see the Cardinals have a good chance at winning this game. Maybe they make it into the money line parlay in Friday's video. But I think this, I think they got a good chance. So give me the Cardinals minus the two and a half as my final lean of the day. But my three official picks, like we talked about at the top of the show. Carolina Panthers, team total over 14 and a half points. Then we're taking them 49ers minus five and a half. The Ravens minus four and a half. That's going to wrap it up. If you're new to the channel, hit that subscribe button. What are you doing? If you're this far into the video and you haven't subscribed, go do that. Hit that like button too to all the OGs out there. You got a bunch of other videos popping up on the screen that might interest you. Check those out. And boys and girls, we got more football, more baseball, and starting Tuesday basketball content coming your guys way we appreciate you guys always for tuning in i'm austin i'm signing out maybe i'll be in the suit next week we'll see peace out